This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. Welcome to Office Hours. I'm Dave Meltzer. Have I got a treat for you guys? I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite people in the world. Forget him being an expert in teamwork, leadership. Uh, this guy is just what we call in my family a mensch. He gives to everyone he meets. He brings energy. When he walks into the room, you could have your back to the door and you know John Gordon has entered the room. That's how powerful of a light he is and a force that he is. Welcome to Office Hours, John. Dave, that's so nice. I really appreciate you for saying that. It's true, though, and you've infused your energy, your positivity into your books, which I love to read, into the videos that I get to see, the interviews, uh, and especially the speeches. And I've been blessed for years, uh, originally just to know of you, because you work with so many unbelievable athletes, and we've circled each other for years and years, and then finally to become friends uh, has been a blessing in my life. How can we transfer that light, that energy, that positivity from what we've learned into the books, the speeches, the coaching, the locker rooms, the fields, uh, as you have? What do you think the secret sauce is? It's one thing to carry it within ourselves, but it's another thing to be able to have the capability of infusing it into what we do and those who we touch. Such a great word there. You have to want to share it. You have to have a mission in sharing it, right? Who you are determines how you lead. And it's the essence of you that you're sharing with others, your passion, your joy, your spirit, your love, your belief. Leadership is a transfer of belief and energy. You have it, but are you sharing it? And also if you don't have it, you can't share it. So you have to feed yourself in order to feed others. And my greatest mission is to encourage people. The word encourage means to put courage into. So when you're encouraging someone, you're putting courage into them. When you encourage yourself, you're putting courage into yourself. So I love to encourage myself, which I need it. And then I love to share that with others. And it's a desire to make people better. I realized I was on a quest to not just be, not just be better myself, but also to help other people get better on this journey in life. I was miserable when I was focusing on just me, but I really found happiness when I focused on serving others. John, uh, looking at your client list, you had me at Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was hoping, I have a two-part question. I was, uh, Dave Meltzer's giving me thumbs down over there. Ignore <laughs> him, fan. ignore he him. He knows it, he knows it. <clears throat> I was hoping, uh, I have a two-part question. So one was, I'd love to hear about your work with the Dodgers specifically and what you did with them. And then part two is, has any teams ever asked you to help them deal with like locker room cancer? Sometimes uh, athletes, you know, get a, a bad reputation for not being uh, a team player and things of that nature. Have you had to work one-on-one? -on -one? I'm not asking you to name names, but have you had to work one-on-one -on -one with, uh, with say a locker room cancer before? Yes, and, and yes. So Dave Roberts, when he got the job as the manager for the Dodgers, he reached out to my team. I wrote a book called You Win in the Locker Room First with Mike Smith, former coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And a lot of coaches have read this book. Doc Rivers, Eric Spolstra, Sean McVay. And Dave read it and wanted to instill a lot of these principles with his team. So he invited me to speak during spring training. I went to go stay with him the night before I was speaking. I honestly had no idea who Dave Roberts was when he reached out. I didn't realize he was the guy who played for the Red Sox. I just thought he was this nice guy, Dave Roberts, who just got the job as the manager. So I go hang out with Dave, speak to the team. And it was a really great connection with Dave and the team. And 
work with them for several years after that. And I would go visit the team. I would go visit them before games. I would talk to the coaches. I would talk to some of the players. And when I was there, they had some issues that, that came up. I can't talk about them because they were private, but there were some issues that I show up not knowing that we're going to have this incredible dynamic conversation about something they're dealing with, with one of the players, help the coaching staff through one of those challenges one time. And they dealt with that player, went on to be a, a great season. I saw so many really amazing things with Dave Robertson, the way he led, the way he connected with each guy, the way he loved and listened to each guy, that culture that he built, that really made that team special in a lot of ways. I mean, they were always, you know, winning their division, but then they would lose the first round. When he came in, they started to be contenders. They didn't win every year, but they were contenders. So John, Melissa, nice to meet you. I've read many of your books and I appreciate you very much, especially for the leadership that you've put into my life through reading your books. That being said, it's difficult to be a leader or lead other people if you don't know who you, you yourself are. And that, like you said, if you lack belief, you lack identity. So I'm curious, when did you, where is your identity rooted? And have you always known where the essence of your identity has been to help you become the leader you are and inspire other leaders? My identity came when I lost my job during the dot-com crash. How am I going to pay for the bills? How am I going to support my family? How am I going to just create my life? I was devastated. I was down. I was beaten up. I lose this job. I have two little kids. I'm about to go bankrupt. And so I'm being really negative to my wife. She had enough of my negativity though. She said, I love you, but I'm not going to spend my life with someone who makes me so miserable. Like you need to change or we're done. I mean, she was really serious. And so in that moment, I agreed to change. And I began to, to look at myself like, like, who am I? Why am I here? Why am I so miserable? And I realized first and foremost, I was about me. I was focused on myself, not others. And then I said, what am I born to do? And that writing and speaking just came to me. That's when I knew, okay, I'm going to write and speak. I'm going to impact this world in a positive way. I've got to go do this because I feel like I'm dying every day trying to do something else. I've got to go do this. Now, it didn't happen right away. I had to provide for my family. So I actually opened up a Moe's Southwest Grill franchise, like a, a burrito place, second mortgage my home, $20,000 in credit cards, put everything we had into this, to this Moe's to try to make it work, to provide for my family. And literally we were like hanging by a thread every single week for a few months. Like somehow, some way we were carried through that time. And I said, okay, I'm now going to go do this work. Once we started to make a profit in that restaurant, eventually sold the restaurants in 2005. And I realized my identity is, is this now it's not as a writer. It's not as a speaker. It's, it's as someone who is here to make a difference, make an impact. I'm a spiritual person, so my identity is rooted in my faith. And I really believe I'm a, I'm a child of God. I believe everyone is a child of God. And once you know that, it's not tied to performance. It's tied to ultimately who you are on the inside. When Superman took off his Superman outfit, who was he? People say he was Clark Kent. No, he was still Superman. He was Superman on the inside. Just because he wore a, a uniform, that didn't change anything. Or didn't wear a uniform, that didn't change anything. It was who he was on the inside. And that's who you are. When people see a show like this and you're looking at the guests, it's, it's easy to fall into the trap of assuming that, well, of course, look at John. He's always been successful. And I appreciate you sharing the story sort of of that transition. But when we talk leadership, 
Part of leadership is dealing with defeat. In fact, I would imagine that's probably one of the motivating factors that causes someone to reach out to you, to look for you. Uh, can you share with us some tips, some thoughts on how to overcome defeat for anybody, even on a personal level, that might be feeling right now like, look, I'm down, um, I'm not really sure what to do, I'm not sure I can get back on top. What would you say to someone like that? It's not meant to define you. It's meant to refine you, to help you be who you're meant to be. We're all going to be defeated along the way, but we don't give up. We keep moving forward. It's the formula for, for grit, right? Grit is the number one predictor and factor of success. You got to get back to what do I love? Because love is what drives grit. If you love it, you won't quit. You love your team, you're not going to quit on them. You love your family, you don't quit on them. You keep going when you love something and you keep pursuing it. So you have to decide, do I really love this? Is this what I truly want through the defeat? So often the defeat lets you know, like, do I really want this? Like, am I going to step away or keep moving forward? I was defeated when I started a positive cookie company and it did not go well. We did not make money. I lost several hundred thousand dollars, but I got to tell you, it was an incredible defeat because I realized, you know what? I could have made it work if I really put everything into it, but I heard the words loud and clear. I did not put you on earth to sell cookies. And I knew right then and there, I lost in that moment because it wasn't what I was truly meant to do. So I turned that defeat into an opportunity. Law stands for learning, opportunity, stay strong. You learn, you grow, you stay strong. And then you say, how can I move forward? Well, I started a leadership training division and company after that. And we've now been developing training leaders all over the world. It's been wildly successful. And that was born out of doing something new with the cookie, realizing, no, it's not the cookie, but there's something I got to be doing and initiating and investing my time and energy into. And it was that. Thank you for helping so many people be blessed, not stressed. You all know why I brought this guy back on my show, because he is increíble. That means incredible, buddy. <laughs> all right. My favorite. Johnny Gordon, the amazing John Gordon. Thanks for joining all of us here on Office Hours.